All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. February is my favorite month of the entire year, and I love it mostly because of my birthday, for being honest, which we're going to talk about today. But we also have a lot of other fun in February. Very hectic, silly, awesome month for us. So we're going to cover all of that very soon. First, we want to say a thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of FPS. If you guys are looking for clubs and events in your area, we get reached out to all the time with people asking, which event should we be going to? Of course, we'd love for you to come to our events, but there are great events happening across the country and internationally, and you can find many of them at Cassidy.com. Of course, Cassidy is also a great place to connect with people for more private events, like a date, two-on-two, or one-on-two, or whatever your preference is. So if you want to start connecting with like-minded people, you can do it free for 30 days when you head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's a 30-day free trial of Cassidy and all of its services when you click on the Cassidy banner at frontporchswingers.com. So, as mentioned, holy fuck, February is crazy. I don't feel like we did ourselves any favors in terms of planning this month because we had some things we had to do, like my birthday campaign. (laughs) That was a must. <laughs> yeah, you always have to do the birthday gangbang. But we also planned a bunch of social shit on top of it. So this month has been insane. No, that, see, that's not necessarily the truth. What happens is we don't always plan stuff, but we will accept invitations and events and you know to do different things last minute. That's how we get fucked up. Yeah, that's We have true. a calendar. We <laughs> have stuff planned. What we're terrible at doing is saying no. Yeah. Yeah. We can't fit that in. Or unfortunately, we've got this going on. We don't do that. Well, that's because we like to go out and have fun. And we like the people that are inviting us to shit. Yeah. But then, of course, we complain about how fucking hectic things are. (laughs) So it's like either do it and shut the fuck up or just don't do it and not complain. But we have a hard time. That is a very fair point. We have have nothing to complain about. We have a difficult time with that. So it's not a scheduling thing. We have a schedule. We just cram more shit into the schedule than the schedule can really allow for. That's what happens. Well, if we don't accept invitations, what are we doing? We're sitting at home fucking watching reruns of Sex in well, the City. And that's the thing. And, and, every, and our friend Dave tells us this all the time. We hear this. I hear this all the time about how last minute... Vegas is. Yes. For every fucking thing. Everything. And that's not the case in a lot of other places that we've been to. It's like, you know, you have to have time to plan and it's three weeks out. So you start planning or three months out or six months out, whatever it is. Here, it's like the day before or the day of. Yeah. You know, that's the problem because well, there's so much to do here. Well, and a lot of people book coming to Vegas, period, last minute. We had a listener that reached out and was like, hey, are you guys available Sunday or Monday to grab a drink with me? I just decided I'm getting a plane ticket. And this was on Saturday. Well, I felt horrible, but I was like, no, we just don't have the time. Well, our friends, the gal that I got a chance to play with, the wife of that couple that we talked about not too long ago here in Vegas, they booked for Podbash, which we're going to talk about. Podbash is a thing, folks. It's happening 2022. They texted me, let me know that they booked and what room they were in. And I said, hey, when you guys get back out here, let me know looking forward to to getting together with you text me back about 30 minutes later are are you available this weekend we're thinking about taking a road trip because they live very close so that's how quickly this happens here yes you know and it's it's just a strange kind of thing about being in vegas i guess yeah so it's fun (laughs) but man it will the the month is quickly catching up with us the week has been catching up with us we are still i'm still tired from thursday which we're going to talk about today i think one of the other things we're going to do in terms of talking about the gangbang is leading up to the gangbang because we were inundated with messages about how you are planning this for me or we're planning this and all of the different logistics that went into it and we won't cover a ton of that because some of it's kind of boring but i do think some of it's really interesting and insightful too well it's yeah if it's important for you to know if you're planning one of these things what it kind of what it looks like and it's a lot of fucking work so uh, i can (laughs) assure you it was truly a birthday gift you really did a lot for me and the other thing i'll say is last episode i was like i don't need jewelry i just want a gangbang i got bowl 
both. So that's how awesome of a partner I have. <laughs> yeah, well, the jewelry, the jewelry I knew could, was like a no, it, no issue. I can handle that. The gangbang, I thought, well, this is kind of up in the air. You never know. You're at the mercy of other people. So, you know, it was, uh, it was a 50-50 shot. I've had several people also reach out because we posted about the gangbang on social media and a few people were like, oh, can Brian help us plan a gangbang? I was like, fuck no. Oh, no. Sorry. No, 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 no. That is not happening. No, that is... N- I am not interested in that business. No, thank you. It's a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. We talk about single guys all the time, right? Single guy tip of the week. If this thing would have gone off, if everyone would have shown up, there would have been nine guys there. That's nine fucking personalities, or at least six, because three of them were our friends. Six people that I was interacting with routinely for the weeks leading up to this thing, right up until the day of. That's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. You know, you're juggling six single guys. Good fucking luck with that. <laughs> Especially for you, because you get annoyed very easily. Yeah my, <laughs> yeah, my patience level for that shit is minimal. Yeah. So it was not easy. Not easy, but fun. I sincerely appreciated it. And we'll talk about the outcome of it shortly. Yeah, for sure. But we also have a lot going on this weekend. We actually last night went to a burlesque show while everyone else was watching the Super Bowl and whatnot. We yeah. were at a burlesque show at the coolest fucking venue I have ever been to. Very fucking cool. And one of those places, again, it's it's kind of a, a unique thing. Maybe it's a unique thing here to, to the city of Las Vegas. All of these cool places, a lot of times, they're in what appear to, or start out to be anyway, very sketchy neighborhoods. Like you're driving down these back roads and you're in this industrial area and then all of a sudden you come up on this amazing fucking theater it was so fucking cool like you said it was a combination of like a theater and a speakeasy had this giant marquee outside and the inside is all like purple and black and then you go into this gorgeous theater and it was a fucking experience and we did it with our friends nick and nicole did we already mention those are the names they chose for themselves yeah nick and nicole are our friends locally here and those are the names they've given themselves and finally we have names for them so uh, this is the couple that we hang out with all the time a lot yeah we see them a lot in fact we were at the show with them last night and we are having valentine's day dinner with them as well Yes, which some people find odd that we're having Valentine's Day dinner with another couple. You mean as odd as having a gangbang on your birthday? Well, not only that, but do you remember what you did last Valentine's Day? Actually, what we did last Valentine's Day? Yes, I was on a solo date and you were playing with friends of ours. Yeah, I had a soft swap situation with five people while you were on a date. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think it's that strange at all. I think, matter of fact, it's far more mainstream than last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is like nothing. This is child play compared to last year yeah the tame yeah i mean i guess when you're just with each other as often as we are valentine's day isn't as big of a deal we definitely celebrate you spoil me like crazy but it's not the be all end all couples focus thing that it is for some people well it's like anything else right i mean we say it all the time if you spend adequate time with each other and and the time that you should be spending with each other valentine's day is just an addition you know it's just like something extra yeah i mean i feel like you treat me like a fucking queen every day of the year so valentine's day just isn't that important no it's you know it's fun to do do stuff like going to dinner with friends. That's the kind of thing that we would prefer to do. We don't need to, it's not anything more than a normal day for us. Yeah. You know, just, it's just fun. It's something to kind of joke about, but you know, I mean, just like birthdays, I don't give a shit about birthdays on your oh, birthday. We had a we gang bang. <laughs> well, but on your birthday was a big gang bang and on mine, we're hosting an event. Yeah. So yeah, it's just not that big a deal. My birthday is a big deal. But anyway, moving on to other things. (laughs) I want to get to single guy tip of the week because I can't wait any longer to talk about this situation. Okay. It is mind boggling. I'm confused by it. I don't know why. I don't know why you're confused by this at this point. (laughs) I'm not sure because I know what you're going to say. Okay. And I'm not sure. I think maybe I'm an eternal optimist and I always assume that things are going to turn around and guys are going to be better behaved than they are a lot of times. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, okay. Which I I think is a good quality to have because if you give people the benefit of the doubt, I mean, sometimes you're going to, you know, have situations like what this, like this situation that happened, but other times you're going to meet amazing people. So I stand by being an eternal optimist. Okay. You have at it. Okay. But this situation was not great. So... (laughs) About a month ago, I started communicating with a guy on our BDSM site. Right. And he seemed very cool. We talked back and forth. There were probably six or so messages exchanged. And he finally asked if we could exchange phone numbers. And I wasn't super comfortable with giving my number out. I don't usually do that right off the bat. But he did send me a verified picture. And I felt fairly comfortable that he was 
who he said he was. Okay, right. mistake number one. So <laughs> yeah, you've been fooled. Before. I gave him my phone number, yeah. so he had my phone number, but I never heard from him. Flash forward to a couple of days ago, I open my phone. It's early in the morning, probably what eight thirty, seven thirty, maybe even. I open it and I'm like, Brian, I just got a fucking dick pic. In a text message from a number I don't know. Right. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I show it to you. It is not a good dick pic, okay? No, it was not the best picture I've ever seen. It's a cock pic. The guy has this giant bush. He has these dirty shoes on that are in the picture with his cock. And that's all I get is this cock pic. I don't get any sort of message about why he's sending me a cock pic or who he is or anything like that. I told you to just send him the promo code for Manscaped. He could benefit from that. Just leave it. <laughs> alone. <laughs> so true. Yeah. So he, I respond back with, I don't know who this is, but whoever's cock that is really needs a trimming. Yeah. And he responds back with LOL. Okay. So then it's probably, I don't know, seven or eight hours later, I get on the BDSM site. I have a message from somebody and it says, so you gave me a fake number? And it's this guy that I talked to a month ago. And I said, uh, I never provided you with a fake number. Was that your cock that I randomly received on my phone this morning? And he said, yeah. And I was like, well, what the fuck are you doing, dude? So you don't, we don't talk for a month, a right. month. And the first correspondence that you provide on the phone number I provided you is your horrible cock picture. Well, also there was no cock pics or any, you know, naked pictures or anything even remotely close to that shared in the communication you were having on the site. Never. Prior. So it's like after a month, you just throw this out there. Like what the fuck, dude? First of all, I think it's rude to receive somebody's number and not text them. Even if and, you yeah, lose say, hey, interest, this, like, yeah. hey, I decided I'm going to move in a different direction. Thank you anyway. Something. But for the first correspondence after a month to be this fucking heinous cock picture, I was like, what the fuck? fuck are you thinking well yeah at least you send a message to go hey this is me you know wanted to let you know i got your number yada yada nothing even like that just out of the blue 30 days later random cockpit and uh, i i truly believe he thought that was going to work for him i truly well, believe that he thought i was going to be like oh my god what a beautiful cock would you like to come stick it inside of me well that's my question to these guys all the time has that ever worked and if it hasn't why do you continue to do it because they don't have any other skills well sure that's the answer but they're not going to say that well that's you know, the that's my go-to is I have no conversational skills. I, you know, I, I've got to send my cock out there. I don't know how to reach out to you after a month because I am awkward and I don't have good communication skills. Therefore, I'm going to hope that you think my cock is good enough to get me in the door. Yeah, that's a terrible plan. That's a plan for failure. And let me tell you, if that is the plan, your cock better be a lot more impressive than this cock picture was. At it least was trimmed. It was so bad. I mean, it was just a giant bush, these dirty shoes, long fingers fingernails. Yeah. Oh, I just can't. I can't do that. Yeah. If you're, listen, it's like anything else, right? Be prepared to put your best foot forward, right? If you're taking a picture that you know is going to last a while, because let's face it, it's online now or it's digital and everything fucking lasts, you want to look your best, right? So you're in a clean room. You're not wearing dirty fucking shoes. Your fingernails are neat, clean, and trimmed. Uh, if you're wearing something, it doesn't look like you pulled it out of the hamper. And you trim your fucking pubic hair. If you're sending a cockpit, of course, with consent. It's like your wedding photos, right? A wedding album or graduation. You want to look your best. You know, I mean, put your best foot forward, man. You're going to, you know, you may see that someone's going to look at this thing maybe in perpetuity. You don't know. I fucking love that you're comparing a cockpit to your wedding photos. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, for me, it's, you know, neither here nor there. But if you're going to send a picture that is likely going to last some time, I think you want to look your best, especially if you've offered no verbiage. You have no words. Yeah, I don't right? even know if it's about time. I just think it's about first impression. Yeah. And I guess the other thing for me is, and maybe this isn't nearly as much of a concern for dudes as it would be for me, but if I just got somebody's phone number, first of all, I would never just randomly text them a naked photo of me without consent, but I also wouldn't want to do it to a number that I have never texted before. That seems so sketch. Well, that's the other thing. It, it, he wasn't even sharp enough to say, oh shit, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I sent that to you. I thought I sent it to somebody I've been communicating with regularly. And, like <laughs> He didn't even have the wherewithal to come up with a good phone fucking lie yeah once you know? he knew how bad it was and how annoyed i was at it yeah he could have at least maybe covered up a little bit didn't even try it just threw it all out there <laughs> like uh, oh well i you know missed a shot i guess like i said my question to these guys should is always the same has that ever worked and if it hasn't worked 
Why the fuck do you continue to do it? Be, like I just said, I think it's it comes down to skill level. I think that these are guys who, like we have said so many fucking times, assume that the lifestyle is about an easy lay and they don't have to put a lot of effort in. And if it doesn't work, oh, well, you just move on to the next one. And if they wanted to change up their strategy, they don't have the wherewithal to be able to figure out how to do it well. Yeah. That, it, fuck that. I don't get it. That's the dumbest fuck. And we talked about the age of this guy. It really doesn't even matter. I don't care. You've gotten to the point at a certain age that you know good behavior in his mid-20s, yeah. yeah but you know good behavior from bad you just do if you haven't figured it out then don't get on these fucking sites and what don't... if i had provided him with the wrong number and he was sending someone's grandma his gross cockpit or something yeah what the fuck man that's not cool no and you know people do that all the time all the time provide fictitious numbers yeah it's or, or their friend's number or something that's probably something i would do <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's also not cool. It's not, but I definitely would have done it in my youth. No doubt about it. I don't get it. It just better, just better behavior is really all that's, you know, consent and, you know, respect, be, be thoughtful, courteous. It's almost hard to believe that we're still fucking dealing with this. Yeah. It well, really is. I mean, thankfully for us, we are because it makes us laugh. <laughs> nothing else it's so funny. it's entertainment for us on a slow day yeah coffee at 7 30 in the morning and a just a terrible dick pic like okay that's random but whatever you know <laughs> spices up the day at least we yeah. have conversation it's about a it. tuesday i got it <laughs> yeah it's so fucking crazy but yeah there you have it single guy tip of the week uh, there's a lot of tips there better fucking behavior and and listen grooming i'm not even going to get into hygiene you and i've had this conversation many times i don't understand the lack of hygiene don't get it. I don't either. I can't figure that out. Clip your fucking nails, man. Clip them. Yeah, Clean them and clip them. Before we get to all the birthday fun this week, we have a big announcement that we are so fucking excited about. Yes, Pod Bash 2022 is happening. So this has been in the works now for a period of time, and we announced it to our patrons and our Telegram group and our friend group first. Uh, so they had the opportunity to book rooms right away. As it stands right now, there are a lot of rooms booked. <laughs> so actually almost as many as there were in its entirety last year. Yes. So 2022, October 13th. 13 through the 17th, you can go right to secretsfl.com and book your room with the promo code PODBASH, one word, capital P, capital B. Yes, this is happening again at Secrets Hideaway in Kissimmee, Florida. For those of you who heard about PODBASH last year, it was a huge success. And literally, as soon as it ended, people were asking us when we were going to do the next one. And we have finally figured out the details. And I'm just so excited for this. We have some amazing podcasts joining us. And it's just going to be a great time. Yeah, a lot of the same folks are returning. We've got uh, Friends with a Twist will be there. Naked Relationship will be there. The Swinging Flamingos will be there. Accidental Swingers will be there. It's going to be a great fucking time. Everyone's coming back. And some new friends that we have made over the course of time will have also already booked. So again, there's 145-ish rooms available. Well, not anymore, but there's 145 rooms basically on property. A third of them are already booked. So you're not going to want to wait if you're planning on heading that way for Podbash. So again, promo code Podbash, one word, capital P, capital B. Yeah, and I'll have the link in the show notes for you if you guys want to book. We would love to see you come out for it. It's just going to be a great weekend. We have so many fun plans. So much stuff. And reach out to us if you have any questions. We're happy to answer them. We've been doing that for the last couple of weeks. So yeah, it's going to be great. Cannot fucking wait till October. There's already a countdown on our Telegram for days. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. We also got to choose the themes for it, which was very cool. Yeah, this is our weekend. So the club themes are ours. We'll be running the pool games again. Just going to be a great fucking time just to get together with everybody because we miss everyone. Yes. So come on out. And like I said, we have so much to get to in terms of my birthday gangbang. I know a lot of you are wanting to hear the details. I'm sure some of the sexy details, but we're also going to share some of the things leading up to the birthday gangbang. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. Promescent is a company that is dedicated to mutual pleasure. So all of their products have that in mind, whether it's using high quality ingredients or coming out with groundbreaking products that are meant to help you have more sexy bedroom playtime. Permescent is there for you in the bedroom and we love them for that. One of the products that we've been recommending a lot lately is their before and after wipes, which are perfect for us lifestylers because they're so convenient to just throw in your swingers bag or your purse or your clutch to take with you to make sure you're smelling as fresh 
fresh as possible right before your playtime. And that's really important. You want to feel confident when you go into a play session, especially if it's with a new partner. That is just one of the products Promescent carries. They also have things like massage oils, amazing condoms, and their flagship product, the Delay Spray. So check out all of Promescent's products by heading over to promescent.com. That is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com and using our promo code FPS15 off FPS15 OFF for 15% off of your order today. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Dipsy. We live in an incredibly hectic world, and sometimes you just need to relax. You need to be able to take your mind to a pleasurable place, and I am very thankful that Dipsy is in my life for that reason. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories that are designed to get you in the mood and to help you relax at the end of your crazy day. I love their stories. Of course, I love the kinky ones, if I'm being honest. Honest, but they have a great variety of different stories. So no matter what your pleasures or your fantasies are, you're going to be able to find something on Dipsy that speaks to you. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com FPS. That's 30 days of the entire access of all of their stories for free for a month when you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash FPS. Dipsystories.com slash FPS. Our next partner has a product I literally use every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because, frankly, I didn't have a lot of time in the morning, wanted better gut health, more energy, a much better functioning immune system, and I am not a fan of taking pills. I wanted a supplement that actually tasted great, and Athletic Greens absolutely does that. I'm getting every day in one scoop 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, and they help me start the day off right. Athletic Greens contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. And the best part, it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That is it. It could not be easier. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com FPS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com FPS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The amount of interest and correspondence we received from people when we started talking about a birthday gangbang was overwhelming. Whether it was social media or email or whatever, you guys were apparently incredibly interested in this subject, and I was incredibly interested to have the experience, I'll tell you that much. So that being said, we're going to cover some of the before the gangbang information as well, and then we'll get to the hot shit that I know you guys are all apparently very interested to hear about. Well, it's like a lot of things. You pull the curtain back, and it's not you know, exactly what you expect it to be. In some ways. Yeah, we'll talk about that, which I also think is very important because I think a lot of times, yes, you watch porn, you you hear about other people's experiences and things like a gangbang, and you have a very distinct notion of what it's going to be like. And this was a good learning experience for me or a good reminder in that not everything is always as it seems. Still very hot, which we're going to talk about. And we're going to talk about kind of the intricacies of what has gone on since the gangbang as well. Well, the truth is it's a lot of work. Anyone who has attempted to do this... <laughs> so much fucking work. I Seriously, you, you went way out of your way for me. Yeah. Anyone who's attempted it or has successfully pulled it off, kudos to you. Even if you started to try to do it, it's a fucking nightmare. I mean, <laughs> we talk about single guys, obviously, a lot. We entertain single guys. It's what we are. We're a hot wife couple. This is dealing with single guys on a much different level because you're dealing with simultaneously different personalities and in our case nine of them originally yes and in my case i should say communicating with them regularly staying in touch with them talking to them about what is and isn't okay what's going to work what's not going to work what works for them and what doesn't i mean it's a lot of fucking work to choreograph right up until the day of literally an hour up until we were supposed to meet 
Yeah, I also want to explain why I wanted to have a gangbang because I think this will go into the conversation as well. I have been with two men at the same time on a few different occasions. You and Clint, Pierre and Jose in Florida. There have been a few instances where I've had the opportunity to have two cocks at the same time, four hands at the same time, two mouths at the same time. And I just, I mean, more than two mouths on a few occasions, yeah. but every single time that has happened, it has been so hot for me, like just ridiculously erotic and the masculine energy in the room is so intoxicating to me. And so my thought was, okay, well, if two is great, then certainly six will be three times as great. Well, like a lot of things, there is such a thing as the law of diminishing returns. <laughs> so while, you know, two or three sounds amazing and you think, well, shit, certainly six or seven is going to be even better. No, it starts to get watered down. A little bit. Yeah. And let me say this. It's complicated. This was still a fucking great experience for me. So I don't want to derail from the fact that it was amazing. Yeah. And I don't want to deter anybody from having one if that's an experience that you're interested in at all. No, I think everyone that is interested in it should do it once. And I mean, I feel that way about a lot of things in the lifestyle. I think there are a lot of people in the lifestyle that are like, it would be cool if I did this one thing, but, and they talk themselves out of it for some reason. Yeah. And I think you just need to experience it because at the end of the day, what do you really have to lose? As long as everyone is consenting to it, then it's just an experience. And if it's not great, you move on. You never do it again. No harm, no foul. Yeah. So I personally think anyone that wants to try this and thinks it's hot and has the consent of their partner should fucking do it. Yeah, because the truth is it was really a hot experience. It was an erotic experience, but in a different way for me. Because, as I said, there was so much going on, and we'll talk a little bit more about it. There were so many bodies. At some points, I couldn't even see you. <laughs> I know. You know? You told me so, that. Yeah, it was very difficult to even focus on you because I couldn't see you. Right. And part of that is because we were, we were lucky. I've heard horror stories we have many times about guys or p partners trying to set up a gangbang for someone, and... It turning out terrible. Guys don't show up. They all fall out. So for and me, five I, guys set up and yeah, one shows up. Yeah. yeah. That's why I, I believe in the 50 50 rule. I expect 50% of the people to show up. So I had nine guys lined up essentially. So we knew we were going to get three because three of them were our friends. So we stacked the deck. <laughs> we knew for sure three were coming. Yes. I, yeah, I, I knew three were showing up. And honestly, I said last week, anything more than three would have been a win to me because yes. three and me would have just been a foursome with three guys. So I feel like there needed to be at least five bodies in the room. For sure. And so, which is why I got nine on the on deck because I figured half of these guys are going to flake on me. Right. Well, that didn't happen. So what ended up happening was you had six guys. Yes. And due to some unfortunate instances, a couple of them couldn't show up. One got stuck at work. Another one had a, a different issue. The good news is they stayed in touch. They made it clear what was happening and they apologized profusely. In fact, you're going to see one of those guys this week because he's such a cool dude. Yeah. Only one completely flaked yep. out of nine guys. Yes. And he was the guy that I honestly did not expect to flake. Well, he was the only isn't that one. that always the way it works? Yep. He was the only one. <laughs> And so there would have been nine, which in hindsight would have been entirely too much. Way too considering much. Considering what six was like. And fortunately for us, our friends Nick and Nicole were there. And Nicole, what a fucking trooper. <laughs> We'll talk about that when we get yeah. into the story. So it we worked out really well. We there, who I am very comfortable with. And it was interesting because I did have kind of this dichotomy of guys we were dealing with. Like you said, we had three friends. One is somebody that I have filmed content with before. The other two are regular play partners that I knew would come through, that I knew I'd be comfortable with, that I knew were going to be respectful in that environment. Right. And then you had some of these kind of wild card guys that we hadn't met before, but both of us had either spoken to them previously to this, a couple of them were guys that had reached out to me on platforms and I had kind right. of sent them to you. So I hadn't met them necessarily, but they were people that we had at least some level of digital correspondence with before this process. Yeah. And of course, you know, after I vetted them, they had my phone number. I had theirs. We, I got all the requisite information and all the things that I like to get from guys. They were both very lifestyle seasoned. So I was comfortable with who they were and that they were who they said they were. So I had a great lineup, and even with a solid list of players, again, you know some are going to drop out because shit happens and, and people flake. So there was no guarantee, of course, we were going to get all these guys. And in fact, the day of the event, your birthday, Thursday, I was in correspondence, as I said, with every one of those guys except for one. And I was a little concerned. 
because that's a lot of dudes. Yeah. I refer to this as Cockfest 2022 because <laughs> at one point, all that's all you could see in the room. I could not see you. And that was with six dudes. Just cocks flying around the room. Cocks everywhere. So it had they all shown up, man, I, I don't even know if it, I don't know how it would have handled it. It would have been overload. So another thing that I think we should talk about, because we had a lot of people reaching out and asking about this when we said we were going to do a gangbang, is what does a room look like for a gangbang? First of yeah. all, I don't recommend doing it at your home for no. many different reasons. Uh, no, there are entirely too many reasons to, to list here, but I would not do that. Safety reasons, bodily fluid reasons, just a lot of fucking reasons. So we obviously decided to get a hotel room. And we got it on Fremont Street, which in Vegas made a lot of sense because the strip is fucking insane. There's just too much going on. Yeah. People have to pay to park and it's expensive to park. And it, it was just too much. Well, also locals typically don't fuck with the strip for all those reasons and many others. And we didn't want to have our friends have to deal with all of that. Right. So we got a room on Fremont Street. And I told you ahead of time, I really wanted to have a room that had some space for people to kind of step away and have a drink or grab a drink of water. I didn't want it to be a room that just had a bed in it and that was it because I felt like that would have made things even more awkward. Oh, for sure. You've got to, listen, there's a lot that goes into this planning. Not only do you have to have a room of adequate size and layout, the other thing I did was I called and spoke to the manager to make sure that we had an end cap. I wanted a room at the end of the hall because a suite at the end of the hall in most casinos, it's the only room at that on that side. There's not a room right next to you. Typically, it's a door that's all the way at the end of the building, and the next closest room is like 15, 20 feet away because of the size of the room, and the door is not close to you, so you don't have two doors next to each other. Which was fucking genius on your part. Well, because, this, you know, listen, sound travels, as we know. I didn't, didn't know what, who was going to be next to us, obviously, and didn't want to offend anyone and have an issue with too much noise and have people show up from security because we had music going, and we had the light show going on, and uh, there was a lot of chatter and a lot of laughter and a lot of moaning, and, you know, you don't want to chase people out of their fucking room at, you know, 10 o'clock at night. So you've got a lot to plan for. So we had a great suite. It was an end cap. It was on the corner of the building, had a living area, the bed, of course, a King whole size seating. bed, which yep. I thought was great because the other thing you and I went back and forth on is do you get two beds or one? But I think for a gangbang, especially the way things worked out, I think you have to have a bigger bed. No, you absolutely have to. If the choice is two beds or one king size bed, you get the king bed. Yeah. You know, we also in this particular suite, should we have needed it? Although, as it turns out, we didn't, obviously. There was a large seating area. So you were able to seat. If we pulled the chair away from the vanity that was in the hallway, this is a three-room suite, we could have sat 10 people in that area very comfortably. So there's a large L-shaped sofa there as well, should we have wanted to or needed to use that for whatever reason. And as it turns out, it was basically used for staging and fluffing. That's what that area was used for, <laughs> which we'll get into. But yeah, the room is essential. Having it set up properly is essential. And the restroom is important. The restroom is at the other side of the room. It is You don't have to walk through the bedroom to get to it. It's its own private area. There were two doors you could close to keep it quiet. You just have to make sure you got the right space. Yeah, you absolutely did. You did such a good job of setting that whole thing up. When we walked in, I was like, oh, this is perfect. And the other thing I did is I wanted to create create a sexy environment, a social environment. So we did have a few cocktails in the room, a few mixers, a bottle of wine. I brought our light show from home. It's basically like a, a constellation show. Yeah, it's a strobe light, really nice strobe light. Well, it's not a strobe light because that would give you a fucking seizure. Yeah. It's like a, it's a very sexy, sensual star show on the wall. Right. And I just wanted to create that atmosphere. I wanted music going. I wanted it to feel like a sexy environment because the, the truth is, if I'm being completely honest, I was fucking nervous. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, you were clearly very nervous until... So, well, let's back up. What I did was I wanted everyone to meet before we got to the room. That's the other thing. Don't have everyone meet at the room. First of all, it's a nightmare to try to do that logistically when you're in Vegas because if you don't have a key card, you're not getting up to the rooms. Yeah, you're so not going would, in the elevator. Yeah, I would have to have gone up and down eight fucking times to get everybody in the room. So we chose a bar, a really nice lounge that was downstairs in the tower that our, our suite was in. Had everybody meet there at eight o'clock. And sure enough, everybody that was coming showed up on time. We sat around for about 20 or 30 minutes once everybody arrived. Everybody had a drink. Kind of a get-to-know-you type of thing because you hadn't met like two of these guys face-to-face. -face. And I loved that because, first of all, I think it definitely put me more at ease, but 
I also felt like it brought down the temperature of the guys because especially a couple of them who had not met any of the other guys before when they walked up, it was like deer in the headlights look like what the fuck am I getting myself into here? For sure. And just being able to sit and have a cocktail and actually talk to the guys that they're going to have their cocks out around was I would assume I haven't actually asked any of them, but it definitely seemed like it made them more calm. Yeah. Well, Nick told me that it did. It made every it seemed like to him it made everybody just kind of put everybody at ease and it was a much more comfortable situation and there was no awkwardness even once play started didn't seem to be awkward at all i'll also say this so leading up to this we obviously asked nick and nicole our friends to join us and there was some conversation back and forth about nicole not coming and nick coming on his own of course i wanted her there because i adore her and i love her presence but I looking back on it, if she hadn't been there, I think this would have been a very different experience. Yeah. Literally from the moment we sat down for cocktails, because the two of us being there made me more comfortable. It made me feel like I wasn't just like this piece of meat in this group of dudes. Not that any of them made me feel that way, right. but just with that much testosterone and no estrogen to balance it out, I'm just so glad she was there. Yeah. Well, and certainly I appreciated her being there because I got to sit with her and watch this whole thing with her basically the entire time. We sat on the couch and had a you know bird's eye view of the, the entire event. And also, as I said, she's a trooper. And because she is so fucking awesome and so hot, uh, she was kind enough to kind of keep the guys entertained when they weren't with you. Yeah, we'll talk about that as Which we is on. great. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I, I think the idea that bringing people together first, especially people who don't know each other, getting some kind of level of comfort and bringing the temperature down... And And not just making it all about sex. I guess that was the other thing. I really did like socializing with everyone. I mean, everyone that was in attendance was so cool. So that's always my favorite part of any sexual experience anyway, is finding a connection and some level of chemistry. And we were lucky enough that literally everyone in attendance was somebody I would want to fuck, even if it wasn't a gangbang. Well, that was kind of the plan, right? It was to bring guys together that even on an individual basis, you were attracted to and would want to be with even if this wasn't a birthday gangbang. Right, exactly. That was my plan. Yep. So, like I said, it worked out really well. It did. So we sat around, had a cocktail at the bar, like you said, or at the lounge there. And then I told you that I was going to sneak away and go upstairs and start to get myself ready because I had this whole plan in my mind. Right. I was going to go upstairs. I had this new black piece of lingerie that's very slinky. It's very easy to kind of pull up or pull down, which I thought was a good strategy on my end (laughs) because it made me easily exposed without having to undo things and untie things and all of that. I also had on some thigh highs because I knew a couple of the men in attendance really appreciated them and they make me feel sexy. I guess my whole mindset was I just wanted to feel hot. Well, yeah, and it's also, you know, it was your birthday, obviously. You were the center of attention. So why not be the center of attention and get all that attention on you so that when we walked in the room, The room was dimly lit, obviously. The lights that we brought were on. You had some nice music on. The room was already set up and sexy. So it wasn't like walking into a courthouse, you know, lights blaring down on you and, you know, stark room. And it was, it was really done well and it just set the mood. So everyone was instantly comfortable, I think. So yeah, I'm in this black piece of lingerie, my black thigh highs. I have a little black robe on because my other thing is I wanted to kind of slowly undress myself. Now, let me also say this whole gangbang thing was so fucking hectic and there was so much going on. I'm not even going to try to put things in in chronological order. Well, you can't possibly because you lost the whole stretch of time. It is going to be vignettes of moments throughout the evening because that is how I remember it at this point. Well, yeah, you didn't even realize how long that we were up there together. You, the next I, day. You lose all track of time. It's, yeah. it's like being on the Vegas trip where you just, you think an hour has gone by and it's been four hours. Yeah, this was almost three hours. You had no idea how much time you had spent, which makes sense when you consider the number of guys that were part of this and, and really how comfortable the whole thing was. So, I mean, pretty quickly, as you guys are coming into the room, I start kissing on some people. I think I, I kind of kissed on the men that I was most comfortable well, with. Well, T came first. right up to you. Yeah, that was part of it, too. I loved that they were there, but it did create this interesting contrast between guys I know, guys whose cocks I've had in my mouth and inside of me before, versus guys that I hadn't. That was a really interesting thing to try to maneuver around. Well, the other thing is I mentioned to the guys as we walked in, once everybody said hello to you and how great you looked... I said, guys, just make yourselves comfortable. Instantly, 
all of them started to get undressed. Yeah. Well, except for T, who was engaged with you, otherwise engaged, kissing you. But he was everybody, kissing me. He was already pulling yeah. down my top, feeling on my tits immediately, yep. which I also liked because it did immediately make me feel like the center of attention. Right. And all the guys got their clothes off. They were obviously neatly folding them and putting them in different places. And so eventually they were all naked before you were, yeah. or at minimum in underwear. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So they all got very comfortable very quickly. And I think a lot of that had to do with all of us meeting first, becoming somewhat familiar, and then coming into a room that wasn't this just bare vanilla box that you know was really kind of cold. Yeah. And so that was certainly helpful. So next thing I know, I am lying on the bed. Somehow I got up onto the bed. I'm laying on my back and I am surrounded by cocks. I can't even express to you the view I had. I literally, there are six guys. I have four cocks in my face within 10 minutes of this thing getting going. Yeah. And then the other two guys are on or around the bed kind of anxiously waiting to see where they can kind of fit their hands in and <laughs> their mouths in. And, well, and, you know, it was a frenzied kind of thing for a few minutes. That's the other thing about a gangbang. I had no idea who's touching me. Somebody right. is touching my pussy. I have no idea who. I mean, of course, it doesn't really fucking matter. But in my head, I was starting to think of those things like whose hand is there? Okay, right. now somebody's mouth is on one of my tits. Who's that? You know, I'm sucking one cock and I can tell cocks for the most part, A, because I'm familiar with some of them, but B, just because, you know, once I see a cock in a face, I can kind of put them together to some degree. Yeah. So, I mean, at one point I have this beautiful man that I have just met, basically, his cock in my mouth. It is a gorgeous cock and he's smiling down at me. And then I start stroking that one. I start sucking T's cock instead. Or maybe it was Nick's cock. See, I don't even know. That's the problem. There was well, so much going on. It would be impossible for me to give you a, a play-by-play because, as I said, at multiple times, there were six guys around you, and I very literally couldn't see you. In fact, Nicole and I were laughing, like, is she still there? Because all you saw were backs and cocks of the guys that were, you know, I saw your foot sticking out at one point, and I could hear you, you know? So that's how I knew you were there. But otherwise, I, I almost couldn't couldn't tell that anybody else was on the bed other than these six guys. One of my... My favorite moments of this, and maybe this is one of those things where when I think of the hot moments for me, I I didn't have any cocks in my mouth or in my hands or anything like that. I just very distinctly remember one guy on each of my tits and another one going down on me. So I had three mouths on me at the same time. Yeah. And I think if I had just been able to do that all night, <laughs> I would have been in fucking heaven. Yeah, so. I, I know that I know what you're talking about. And at that point, it was tea. And Nick and our friend Mace, the gentleman who you were just referring to, and he was going down on you and Nick and T had a tit in each of their mouths. That was the three hand, the guys you were referring to. I remember that very distinctly. Oh, it was pretty early on. That and, was delicious. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then it was our new friend who came around, our other new friend, and he put his cock in your mouth. Yes. And, and then, of course, it was a frenzy. At that point, again, I lost you. So there was just so much going on. It's difficult to do it on a timeline. But some of the sexier pieces for me, and it's something we need to get into because this is what we talked about. It wasn't when there were six guys, it was three guys right. or four guys. And I could still see you and you were still able to engage and enjoy all of them at once because it gets to a point again where it's still it's the law of diminishing returns. There were a lot of times when there were two guys standing around. Yes. You know? Now here's where I where I think uh, the key piece of this comes in, which is Nicole. <laughs> She's She's the fucking VIP of well, the night. Yeah, well, here's the thing. And it occurred to me kind of in the middle of the evening when all of this was happening, or I should say at some point when she was sitting next to me, uh, sucking one of the guy's cocks. If when putting together or organizing a gangbang, you have the opportunity to have another couple there with you, I highly recommend it. Particularly if, let's say, the female portion of that couple is a willing consensual participant, because if you have another female there, another that, that female energy, and she's willing to kind of be somewhat involved, and you're going to have that many guys in the room, it's really fun to not have all those dudes not actively playing, just standing around talking to each other and looking at each other. Yeah. You know, Nicole was that buffer and very much the fluffer because <laughs> as she referred to herself, because the guys would kind of break from you and she's wearing this sexy black dress. This, it almost looked like two pieces. It was a really low cut, beautiful t black top that she had on, but it was actually a dress. And so it almost looked like lingerie. 
So she was already dressed for the occasion. Yeah, she looked so hot. Yeah, she was very sexy. So she was sitting on the couch with me and the guys would just automatically come over and kind of get out of the play area and come sit down to, you know, catch their breath or take a break or whatever. And they could flirt with her. And it was perfect. Yes. So if you've got a little bit of that distraction available to you, I highly recommend doing that. Yes. Because it takes a lot of the pressure off having to find things for guys to do that are just standing around awkwardly naked. Twiddling their thumbs. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, waiting to kind of be more part of the action. It was a really nice distraction. It yes. worked out really well. She was awesome. Team player. So another little vignette moment that I have of this whole thing is I am with Mace. Yeah. And he's kind of touching on me, kissing on me, and he asks if I want to flip over so that he can fuck me from behind. Right. And this man has the most beautiful... I mean, he's just a beautiful man, period, but his cock is so fucking nice. I'm like, yes, this is a perfect opportunity because I love getting fucked from behind by a big cock. It creates the perfect angle. Yeah, and in that situation... It could have been awkward. Fortunately, everybody was just, you know, they were just team players. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is everything kind of flowed nicely. So when he's asking me to flip over, everyone just kind of steps off for a second, lets me flip over. I have this kind of brief, I don't know, it seemed like a brief two or three minutes, but I don't know, maybe it wasn't, where it was just he and I fucking. Right. And I very distinctly remember looking over and you and Nicole have these beaming smiles on your face as this guy is just drilling me from behind. Well, you did have a couple of minutes and the, and the cool thing is as i said these guys were all very much kind of working in unison even though they they didn't really know each other very well most of them when you and mace were together no one was in this hurried frenzy to be involved right. they kind of stood back a second watched what was happening and then would kind of methodically insert themselves literally or figuratively to kind of be part of the action and you know? I believe this is also where T kind of moved over and sat next to Nicole because I was very focused on Mace for a moment and how amazing his cock felt going in and out of me from behind. And then I look over and I can't see Nicole anymore. I'm assuming she's in T's lap. Well, so what you saw was, was T sitting on the couch. I was sitting next to him, but between us was Nicole, yes. who was blowing him <laughs> while he was taking a break because and he's she essentially said she's like i'll keep you ready for brenna yeah, that was pretty oh, much what so she was saying awesome so you know i'm watching that and i'm watching you so the beauty of my vantage point was i got to see it all yeah so again if you are the choreographer of said gangbang and you could put together the kind of situation we had where there were very literally two play areas at any given time yeah you know which was really very cool that's really for me what i think made this stand out from probably your traditional gangbang yeah so i'm getting fucked from behind i am just enjoying mace for a few minutes and then one of the other gentlemen again one of the newer guys comes over and gets up on the bed by my head and starts face fucking me right and that was lovely, too. I love being spit-roasted by two dudes. I think it is so fucking hot. And like I said, I think if it had just been that all night, this would have been one of the hottest experiences of my life. Well, right. Because I love that. I love having something in my mouth and my pussy at the same time. And I kind of lost myself in it. In fact, I think that's where a lot of the night just kind of disappeared because it was so fucking... I mean, I was coming over and over again. And at the same time, I'm choking on this other amazing cock. And, you know, this guy has his hands that he's running through my hair. Mace has his hands on my ass and on my hips. I mean, oh my God, the whole thing that moment was the hottest of the night for me that oh as i told you that image was the hottest for me almost for the entire evening because for whatever reason so you were actually on the bed you, as you said you were on on your knees mace was fucking you from behind the other gentleman was kind of sitting up against the headboard and i could see everything from the side because we were sitting to the side of the bed on that couch I had, for whatever reason, the entire visual of that. I'm not even sure where everybody else was. I know T was on the couch getting his cock sucked by Nicole, and I so he was right next to me. But the other guys were just kind of getting some water and taking a break. And, and actually, that's not true. Our friend Nick was standing off to the side of the bed watching you on the far side of the bed. But I was able to see that in totality, and that was super fucking hot. It was just you and two dudes for... A good period of time, probably yeah. a you know a five minute period of time. It was really fucking hot. I mean, I remember very distinctly at one point I let out this big moan and I must have opened my mouth more. And the gentleman who's basically face fucking me sticks his cock into my throat. Yeah, and that was hot too because I did 
feel very kind of manhandled. And I know not everyone's going to get this. I say it a lot. I felt a little bit used in that moment. Like I was just a couple of holes and there is something very pleasurable about that for me. I can kind of get lost in it. Well, especially because you were in a room that was super safe. Yes. Yeah. So you can definitely just kind of in your own mind, go wherever you want to go in that environment. Ugh. You know, I mean, it wasn't just me there. We had friends there. So the whole situation was just a, you know, again, a consensual, comfortable, safe environment. So the next scene that I have in my mind is I'm back on my back. I have kind of gone back and forth between sucking some more cocks. There was one point where I had one cock in one hand and I was going back and forth on each side to two other cocks. And then all of a sudden someone starts going down on me again. And I can tell distinctly that it is Nick because right. he has a bunch of gruff on his face and he knows that I love it. He and I play together all the time and he has specifically told me that he keeps the gruff on his face because I've told him I like that texture down by my pussy. Right. So the second I felt it, I was like, that's Nick. <laughs> well, the other thing that you didn't even realize at first was at one point, Nicole came over and went down on you. Yes. At while four guys were, I mean, you had a cock in your mouth, you had one in your hands, there were dudes all over you. And she was like, I'm going to slip in over there. And she went up from, because you couldn't see. There were guys, you had, you know, I think one of the guys was basically face fucking you from the top. You couldn't see past him. So she went over and started going down on you, you didn't even realize it was her. And once I did realize it was her, she wins going down on me for the night award because holy fuck, that woman knows what to do with her tongue. Yeah, it was fuck. <sighs> that was super hot because like I said, there were three or four guys that you were kind of playing with simultaneously while she's going down on you. And, and T was one of them because he was touching her on her ass. And then Nick came over and got up from behind her and was going down on her from behind. Oh, that's so fucking you know, hot. Once again. See, but that's one of those things that I missed. I yeah. missed. You that portion it. of it, I all I could feel was her going down on me, and then I have cocks in my face, so I wasn't able to see all of these other little nuanced things going on around me. No, there was no way you could have seen that because, I mean, first of all, you couldn't see anything past the cock that was in your mouth, and Nick was essentially partially on the floor, like on his knees, going down on her because she was going down on you almost off the bed. It's like an so, oral birthday train. Yeah, there That's was hot. Yeah, there was no way you could have seen that, but it was super fucking hot. Yes. And so then one of the hottest points of this whole thing, because I don't realize Nicole is going down on me until she pops her head up and comes up to give me a kiss. And I'm like, oh, you were the one down there that whole fucking time. She kisses me. I taste myself on her mouth. That was so fucking erotic for me. Well, then, of course, she walks back over to me on the couch and she's like, come here, uh, taste your wife. And she kissed me. <laughs> so, you know, it was yeah, super fucking hot. Like I said, if the if when you are preparing to put a gangbang together if you can do it and have another couple or, involved or a, woman in or a third gal yeah if you can figure that out uh, i should say a second gal i honestly think that that's ideal considering the situation we were in with yeah. that many guys i don't know it was great whatever it was whatever the combination was so i think this whole thing ended though with nicole coming back over and getting fucked next to me is that not correct well it didn't end that way but that was certainly part of it which you didn't even realize no i was so engrossed in cocks i didn't even realize she was getting fucked i knew that she was sucking some cock next to me i could see some play going on some touching some groping yeah but i didn't realize fully that she was getting fucked right next to me which is also hot and the fact that i missed it because i love watching people get fucked especially well, when it's a hot chick yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, to put it into perspective how engrossed you were in play, Nicole was laying almost next to you on the bed. Now, there was a guy in between the two of you. So it wasn't like you were necessarily touching one another, but she was on, for example, the left side of the bed. You were more on the right side of the bed. And T was touching you, but fucking her at the same time. But there were three other guys or four other guys around you yeah. while that was happening. So it wasn't until like the next day yeah, when, when you T were chatting with me. T yeah. and you were like, you said to me, like, did T fuck Nicole at some point? I was like, yeah, you were right there. Like if all you had to do was move your hand three inches to the right, you would have touched her. Yeah, but you I know? was in my own little world. And yeah. that was part of this for me is I was so inundated with sensations. I had things in my mouth. I had cocks being shoved into my hands. I'm getting fucked. I'm getting licked. And it was great, but it also didn't allow me to see the entire situation. And because of that, I feel like I missed a lot. Well, you did miss a lot. Listen, in fact, you were so in your own space. You 
you didn't even hear her. And she was directly next to well, you. Well, I knew I thought she was getting licked. Yeah. I no. heard her moaning, yeah. which was also very hot. She has a great moan. So as I'm getting licked and sucked, and I think I think Nick was fucking me at some point as well. He was. During that whole period of time when Nicole was next to us kind of playing. So I get to feel the sensation of this amazing cock inside of me while Nicole is moaning. So I mean there are all of these hot elements to it. And I mean, I'm so thankful that I had the experience. And yet we've been talking about it a lot since it happened. And there are some things that I didn't necessarily love. Well, the truth is, like we talked about and I I alluded to, I think if there were two or three guys and listen, again, there is no way we could have effectively, successfully done this without our friends being there. Right. It just made all the difference. But the next time we do something similar to this, I think ideally it should be two or three guys that you really don't know that I am completely vetted and really no more than that. More than three is going to just get, it just gets watered down. I'm not even sure I want to do three. I think after this, we've kind of decided that two makes the most sense for me because first of all, I do have a very busy mind and allowing me to really enjoy the moment when I have that much going on was nearly impossible. There was a lot of thoughts going through my mind. And I think that's why I lost a lot of the fun that was going on around me because I kept thinking to myself, okay, I know this person hasn't come up near me in the last you know five minutes so i need to really make sure that i suck their cock or i'm getting fucked and i have a cock in my mouth and i don't want to like bite down on it so i'm thinking about like making sure that my teeth are out of the way and i'm not sucking too hard and there's just a lot of thought and analysis that goes into this that does suck some of the eroticism out of it well the other thing is because there were so many people and there was it was so kind of hot and heavy you only took one break Yes. In an almost three hour period of time. <laughs> right. So you got up at one point, got some water and everybody was just kind of taking it easy. But it w- it lasted like five minutes. Yeah. And then you were right back at it. I don't remember exactly what had happened. I think it, I think it was either Mace or T that kind of initiated it. And then you were right back on the bed with three dudes. So you only had a five minute period of time where you weren't otherwise engaged in sexual activity for the better part of three hours. Right. And then of course, after once everybody leaves and when everybody says their goodbyes and all that stuff, I ran you a bath and then you and I just kind of got in the bath and relaxed for a few minutes. And then you and I had sex Yes. and you were wiped the fuck out. I was exhausted. Wiped and, out. And the other thing is my brain was done. Yeah. I mean, yes, my body hurt, like my pussy was sore from taking cock and all that stuff. But more so than that, my mind just felt empty. Like I had no thoughts left in my head right. because I had spent so much time thinking about who was coming up when and how much time I had spent and was I paying too much attention to this person and I was not concerned about condoms but of course that goes through my mind the entire time is this person wearing a condom I'm reaching back to feel it there's just all of these thoughts going through your head that are not sexy well that's the other thing I mean obviously in the midst of it you don't realize it but that was just one of those things that we were watching for myself and Nicole we knew where the condoms were I also knew which guys brought and it seemed as though they all brought their own condoms as well but we knew where they they were. I was watching them take them. We're watching them put them on and, and of course, get rid of them. Mace was really good about that. He was very conscientious. Which so, I think is another huge thing that you have to think about when you go into a gangbang is yeah. even if you set that expectation ahead of time, making sure that people aren't taking the opportunity of the chaos to do something that they shouldn't do. Right. Someone needs to be a spotter because we often hear from people like, well, a lot of people asked if you were going to be involved in the gangbang. Right. And I was like, first of all, that's one, two, <laughs> just one extra cock that you know, I I love, but I don't necessarily need in that situation. But the other part of it is I only would feel safe if you were really there to watch and and kind of police the situation. Yeah, there was no way. Because actually at one point, Nicole asked me, I said, absolutely not. Am I getting involved? I need to watch what's going on, first of all. And because, I, you know, you got to be, you really have to be vigilant when it comes to that kind of thing. You don't know. I mean, you're in the heat of the moment. Anything can happen. And you just want to be conscientious of, of the surroundings. So for me, I was really just paying more attention to whatever all the guys were doing and keeping an eye out and making sure everybody was okay and that you were okay. And listening to your cues really more than anything. Because a lot of times, like I said, couldn't really see it. Yeah. So I had to listen for, for you know, for those audible cues. And so, yeah, now there, for me to play in that environment would have made no sense. 
So pros versus cons in this situation for me personally. Pros, I loved the people that we had involved. I loved that most of the guys showed up. Like I said, only one of them really flaked, which I was very surprised about. Yeah, only one flake out of nine. The other two had very legitimate excuses for not being able to come. The six that did show up were fantastic guys that I was so excited to be able to be with sexually all very attractive men. So that was a huge pro. Another thing is I feel like I really had an experience. This is a memory for me. I am yeah. not going to forget this anytime soon. This is one of those situations where I'm going to be 85 years old walking around with a cane and I'm going to be like, remember my 32nd birthday when all those dudes were fucking me in that hotel room? No, because I'll be long gone by then. Well, I'm not going to be saying it to you. I'm going <laughs> to say it to someone. Hopefully I'll have a fun kinky friend still at that age With, or with any luck. Yeah, it won't be me. If you're walking around with a cane, I'm long gone. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. So there's that portion of it, obviously, a, just a great experience in general. And then the other part of it is it's always fun to be sexual with the people that I enjoy being sexual with. Like I said, I had two play partners there that I also got to share this memory with. And I feel like I created a, a stronger bond with them as a result of that. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things that a year from now and to be like, hey, remember what we were doing a year a year ago today? Well, I mean, we just saw uh, Nick and Nicole last night. We're like, and actually, they were both like, so how was your birthday? You yeah. know, just kind of joking around as if they weren't there, you know? Yeah. And yeah, it's what just, it's one of those events in your life that you certainly will not forget anytime soon. Cons? You know? I was incredibly sore the next day. Oh, I yeah. mean, your hips were shot. My hips, my lower back. I don't remember if someone was pressing down on my lower back, but that's what it felt like. Very it, possible. It felt like someone had been pressing down and putting too much pressure because my back was just so fucking sore. I literally laid in bed all day on Friday. Yeah. I wasted an entire day because of Thursday night. Yep. So, I mean, that is a huge con to me. The second con is, like I said, I feel like I didn't get a bird's eye view of everything going on. I was very much in my own little box. So as you and other people in attendance are telling me about all of these other sexy elements that are going on, I lost those altogether. I don't have any, any recollection of them happening or, or being able to see them or even remember hearing them because I just had so much sensation and so many other things to focus on. And my brain is not equipped for that. So I think that was probably the biggest and really, in my opinion, the only major con of this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, you do lose a little bit of it. Again, it's because of the, the law of diminishing returns. Like I said, too much is just a little too much. You know, had there been fewer bodies, I think you would have remembered and, and potentially enjoyed it a little bit more. For me, obviously the pros for me were that I got a chance to, to provide you with that experience. Also, the people that were there were fucking stellar. It certainly didn't hurt that many of them were friends. Again, it was a unique experience that you and I will be able to talk about for a, you know, a measurable period of time. As far as the cons go, yeah, it is not easy to fucking orchestrate. It's a lot of stress. I don't want to disappoint you. I wanted your birthday to be successful. So right up until the hour before, I'm like, okay, these guys really going to show up? And, you know, really concentrating on that. So a little stressful. And again, I didn't get a chance to enjoy it, I don't think, as much as I would have had there been less going on. Yeah, because you, know? you also missed part of it. I was telling oh, yeah. you about certain things that happened. You're like, where yeah, I was see. I? Yeah, I couldn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Not, so, not possible. Yeah. And that's part of it too, is like anytime that you're in the room and I'm playing, I like to put on a show for you. And I don't feel like I really got to do that in this situation because there were too many bodies. Well, it was a show for sure, but it was a different kind of show because while you were the center of attention, you were driving it obviously, but because of the number of people involved, you didn't have, you know, you weren't fully kind of orchestrating it. Right. It was happening by circumstance. Right. You know, exactly. so it was a little bit different. Yeah. So I'm really glad that I had this experience. Thank you so much for setting it up for my birthday. I think you're amazing in so many ways. The least of which is that you set up a fantastic gangbang. Am I rushing to do it again? No. Do I think people <laughs> should have the experience and decide for themselves whether it's awesome or not? Abso-fucking-lutely. Yeah. Listen, if you're somebody who's great at multitasking and is great at focusing and shifting your focus very easily, I think you'd have a great time in that situation. For I'm sure. not necessarily that person. No, no, So no. I struggled a little. Yeah, your attention span is, like I said, that of a seven-year-old, but uh, so it's tough for you. But yeah, if you're someone who's been thinking about this and you know, you're a partnered person or a single person, or whatever the case may be, if you're interested in it, it's certainly an experience that I would say have, but 
Yeah, it's one of those things that, like you said, you did it once, don't necessarily need to do it again, not to that degree. But it's good that you understand now what is more attractive to you in terms of group play. And what my limitations are, because I always think that I have none and I have a lot, which was evidenced by the fact that I didn't leave bed on Friday. So. Yeah, no, you definitely <laughs> reached the the line, I think, for yourself in yes, terms of uh, play, no doubt about it. Yeah, it was. listen, we had, we had a lot of sex leading up to it. You certainly had a lot of sex that evening. We had sex again. And then by Friday, you were just spent. You know, you had no energy to provide. No. But all worth it. It was a great time. We had a great day. Great birthday for you. Yeah. So hopefully this gives you guys a little bit of insight if you want to plan your own gangbang. Hopefully you enjoyed some of the sexy bits as well. And I think that this was one of the more fun retellings I've done just because it was a challenge because, you know, a lot fucking happened and getting it all into an episode is nearly impossible. Well, and the good news for me, I got a chance to play with Nicole Saturday two days after your birthday. Yes. And she was still worked up over your gangbang on Saturday. So I got to reap the benefits of that as well. Oh, good. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. So guys, if you want to hear behind the scenes of this episode, make sure you join our Patreon community because we are going to be putting up a bonus episode where I talk about some more of the specifics of this evening. And we also offer a ton of other bonuses as a thank you for sponsoring the show. For instance, you can jump in our Telegram chat group with amazing lifestylers from across the world that talk daily about different topics, share sexy photos, and so much more. We also have our naughty Snapchat if you're looking for a little bit more of a behind-the-scenes sexy look at our lives. That's a great way to do it. And you can find all of our bonuses at patreon.com slash frontporchswingers. We want to give a thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community, who this week are Mike, Whitney, and Jarrell. Thank you guys for joining jumping on board with us. Also, keep in mind, I have some really fun shit going down on OnlyFans right now. My very sexy friend that I ogle over every time he comes over, I'm still putting up more content with him because we shot a ton of it. And you can find that at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. Keep in mind, sign up for Podbash with us. If you go to SecretsFL.com, use code PODBASH at checkout to make sure you're on the list for our group. It's going to be a great time. And you can find all All of our events, including our upcoming Vegas events, our Denver event, our Phoenix event at members.frontporchswingers.com. Find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FPS Pod Media, and TikTok at Front Porch Swingers. And what else do we have? We got a lot coming up for the next couple of months. A lot of sexy stories. I had an amazing play date, as we mentioned. You're getting ready to play with a gentleman who couldn't make the gang bang. It's going to be a hot February. Oh, yes. Might be cold where you're at, but it's not going to be cold in our bedrooms. No. (laughs) Stay tuned for all of that fun. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.